Like, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? Yes. We go full circle exactly. back to that shit. Yeah. Where it's like, is this a me problem? Like, are you calling this out in me because I'm doing something wrong? Are you calling this out in me because you insecure. have an insecurity yeah. around this? I hope face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Hey, but it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, I've got the break fast in 12 hours and there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh, my God. You're... <laughs> Let's do it. Episode 30, whatever the fuck 35. you just said. 35. 35. <laughs> I know because I'm still in the process of editing 34, which we'll drop tonight. Is it that Drake song that's like, 35, Shelby Drive, look at... Is it 35? I don't think it is. I think I I'm know. full of See, shit. I don't really listen to Drake. Um, I'm more of a... So, you know. Shelby like, Drive, look at... Like <laughs> 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 Interesting. Um, all right, we're back. 35, 35. Let's go. Let's go. Well, today's episode is like feeling myself. But feeling ourselves. And but she's it, not talking about inner lady parts. We already did that. We've already done the Wind back a few one. weeks. We got that one covered yeah, we're already. we like the little bit of the self-motivated. Things are looking up. Things are looking bright and sunny. Self-confidence kind of talk. Yep. Um, so I wanted to start this podcast by telling you a story. I had a little like cute little moment at the gym the other day with a, with a girl, a young girl. So in the last couple of weeks, I've like we talked about it on the podcast episode number 30. What did we say? This was 35, so it'll be 33 yep. um, two weeks ago. How like I'm super frustrated about the fact that young girls are so just like lost at the moment and they've got no one. They've got too many people to look up to giving too many different kinds of advice and I was doing hip thrust in the gym and um I had like decent weight on I had 120 kilos on it and I had the barbell pad um just to protect my hips even though they still have permanent bruises on them anyway moving on um and there was a girl next to me younger girl she would have been maybe 17 or 18 and she was doing it as well with like obviously a lot less weight like she'd just been kind of starting her form was fucking on point though so I was like okay she's taking this seriously and I she was between um sets when I finished and I kind of just like went up to her and I like kind of got her to take her headphone out sort of thing and I was like gave her the barbell hip pad thing I was like use this it'll hurt a lot less I promise you um kind of thing and she just looked at me and she was like um so how much weight did you just have on there? And I was like, oh, 120 kilos. And she was like, like just looked dumbfounded. Yeah. And I was just like, like she was just kind of like, how? And I was like, I was doing 55, whatever you've got on now, like eight weeks ago, man, just keep pushing at it. Like I had one of those little pep talk moments with her and she was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing, keep going. And I was just like, oh, it literally made my day. And I texted Matt. I was like, this thing just happened and it was cute. And he was like, that's adorable. And I was like, yeah, I got to help. She's doing a thing. She's doing a thing. I got to help a girl. So when she's fucking hip thrust in 400 kilos, like a beast and leaving me in the fucking smoke. It came from you. It's all me, maybe. Yeah, it's all me. It started with you. Well, I am finally at the part where I can sadistically joke about my brain cancer. Fun. It is very fun. So I was in the office the other day and there's a whole sickness going around my workplace at the moment. Definitely viral. None of us should be at working because we're in hospitality, for one. Correct. Just, we're like 
remind, case, remind me not zero. to go to your workplace for the next time coronavirus soon. outbreak. I'm sitting 1.5 metres away from you. It's fine because we moved. We're on a bigger couch now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I'm coughing my lungs up. And my whole thing is like, I've been on antibiotics. I had a puffer straight away. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not letting this take me down. Like, fuck you all. Yeah. I'm, if I go down, you're going down with me. Like, this is it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and my boss was like, sound a bit sick over there, Steph. I'm like, nah, health is a mindset. Like, is that right? I'm like, yeah, just ask my brain tumour. And he just kind of went, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Oh. And he just, and the response was just one of dumb, like dumbfounded. And then it was yeah. the second, oh, like, like it finally resonated with him. Well, because you're allowed to joke about that. Exactly. But like other people aren't allowed to joke about that. Yeah. So it's hard to like find that balanced ground of like, do I get to laugh at it because she's joked about do it? Do I like oddly cackle and slowly walk out the room? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like do that that Homer Simpson meme where he backs up through the hedge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, okay. oh, okay. But like I, I joke about it with you because like I'm kind of more aware of the situation, but I yeah. can see, I can see how that would be a hard Yep. position to be and like do I get to love but that's where I'm at which is good and I feel that's like this, good this is progress yeah, yeah yeah well I was actually like I had coffee with my grandparents this morning and I just like kind of forgot for a second that it wasn't common knowledge that you had brain cancer again and I was just like well that you had it in the first place yeah and I was just like talking about how it's good to surround yourself with people who don't let, like like let themselves get down by things blah, blah blah and I was like yeah so on the one hand this person's like whinging that they've you know, got to get out of bed every day. But Steph's got brain cancer and she's doing great. And my grandmother was just like, sorry? <laughs> Steph, what? Like, so, huh? And then <laughs> and then you met them like 20 minutes later because they dropped me back at the house as you pulled up. And she just kind of like whispered to me. She's like, so is this, is which one's this? Is this the one with the brain cancer that's the good or is this the other one? And I was like, I was like, no, this is Steph. She's the one that's she's good. She's the good. She's the good one. She's the good. She's the good yeah. egg that's got her head screwed on. Yep. So, yeah, a little bit of a fluff up for you this morning. No, I am. I'm feeling my feathers a bit ruffled. This is nice. Feeling myself. Oh, um, yes, we are. Yeah. But no, it's actually been really good Um, this whole week. It's been – I think we spoke about it on the podcast last week where I talked about – I talked to it with the girls about how I'm seriously struggling to get out of bed yeah. lately. And, like, the last two and a half months have been a complete fucking blur. Yeah. Like, I've been, like, third person watching my life go by. But this week I got out of bed – Three times. Oh, actually funny. The day before I started getting out of bed at 6 a.m., my alarm went off at like 5.30 and I was on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> to sleep and I've woken up to a text message from Emily being like, oh, my God, you're awake. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Where I've actually just been on Facebook nah, for three minutes and she's, I've gone back to sleep. She's fucking snoring and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So I've replied at 8.30 when I woke up. I was like, look. <laughs> I hate I to break it to you, honey, but Appreciate nah. it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but then you, you you did like the next three or four days and you messaged me being like, I'm awake, bitch. I'm pretty sure it's because you hyped me up I was like fuck I've let my her down vicariously through letting myself down so I was about it so now I have to get up like now I owe this to both of us that's what I do with Matt like I'll text him at night when we like say goodnight I'll be like I'll speak to you at 5 30 so then if I'm not awake he thinks I'm dead so I've got to get out of bed because otherwise he's like where the fuck is she like did she die and I'm like no I'm just sleeping and the other day he's been getting like notifications his Apple Watch has been taking the notifications even when he's not got it on and, like, it's his phone hasn't been 
going off. Yeah. So there was like a three-hour period where I'd texted him back. He'd gone surfing with his cousins because they're learning how to surf apparently. Um, he's gone surfing with his cousins, come home, made breakfast, everything. Hasn't looked at his phone, just assuming that he'd get the notification when I texted. Dead set. Was like, I haven't heard from her in a while. I think what well, she might be dead. And in my head, I'm like, all right, he's probably just gone surfing with the boys yeah. because I knew that was what they were going to do. So I didn't think anything of it. But I've texted him back three hours earlier. I'm like pottering around the house, cleaning things, like making my food and stuff. And he's like, I wonder if she's like falling asleep is she gonna sleep through work and he's gone into a panic for me at six o'clock in the morning yeah well no it was like probably eight o'clock at that point he's gone into a panic for me being like she slept in she's gonna miss her shift and i'm just like i'm good i'm dancing around the house she's doing the adult things yeah she's just doing her thing you just missed the notification bitch um first world problems speaking of work though i haven't even told you this so my boss is an interesting human being. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like locker room talk. Yeah. Like the old boys will be boys. Like they get to be like, talk about how hot chicks are and blah, blah, blah. So I'm the only girl in the bar. And um, my boss is, he has a girlfriend, put it this way. And he is like wandering around the bar and they've hired a new host. And he's like, he's basically said, who's one of the bartender's girlfriends and the bartender wasn't there. He's basically like, I'm going to have to fire him or her because I'm going to fuck her. Oof. And I was like, sorry. That's very highly inappropriate. He said that out loud. There's like six people within earshot. Yeah. And then later he's like, check out that girl on table 29. Um, Look, the one with the big tits, blah, blah, blah. And then like comes back around the other side and he's like, I just want to see her pussy. And I was just like, I shot him a look and he looked at me. He's like, oh, sorry. To which I responded to my boss, the person who can fire me. I was like, you remember you've got a girlfriend, right? And he was like, he was like, yeah, but it doesn't mean I can't look at the menu. I was like, if my boyfriend talked about girls behind my back the way you just did, he would no longer have a girlfriend. And if you have to apologise for saying something in the presence of a woman because it is vulgar or disrespectful to other women, don't fucking say it. Yeah, perhaps you have now realised that you fucked up. You should not have said it. Yeah. Don't say it. Don't say it to the boys at all. Just don't fucking say it. Yeah. I want to see her pussy. Are you you serious? Like, I I was just like... At this point, I'm pretty convinced they all look the same anyway. Hey, like... Pussies, yeah. Well, I was just like, you're openly talking about the things that you would do to this woman... Like, what does that say about your girlfriend? Like, it makes her look like an absolute fool because you're out here openly talking about... Sure, look, think it. Yeah. I can't can't stop you doing that. But don't openly talk about it and joke around about it with the boys. If I found out my boyfriend was doing that, and I've had, I had this conversation with him afterwards, if I found out my boyfriend was doing that, fuck me. They w- it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter whether I was married, hopelessly devoted, kids, nothing would matter no not happening not on not on at all and then I was telling Matt um and his cousin they'd gone out to the shops that day and his cousin's single and you know not necessarily looking for anything but um you know likes himself a bit of attention and Matt's like scouting for Darcy Mm -hmm. while they're out um and 
he's like out and about in the shops and he's kind of like Matt spotted a chick and he's like wait what about that one kind of thing and Darcy was like I'm gonna tell Emily you're looking at other girls and I was like no that's fine like yeah Matt was like I'll fucking tell Emily that I said that like yeah. I don't care like she's not gonna give a shit nice so work stuff like that like I don't care about stuff like that or just like you know scouting hot girls or whatever or like he'll turn around to me and be like look at the ass on that one and I'm like I oh, know I want it <laughs> on my body not her I want the ass attached to me um but yeah I was yeah. just like there's a difference there's a line there's like you can say those things you can look you can admire someone's beauty let's say the word beauty I don't really know what else to call it um <laughs> you can do that those things but like all oh, the things I would do to that put nah, shut the fuck up mate yeah shut the fuck up so yeah I told my boss that he was a slimy pig pretty much and then later on he's like I feel like you always look at me with judgmental eyes and I was like yeah that would be accurate because I have a reason to because I was I literally was like uh yeah when you're talking absolute shit I do yeah like so that was your week nah my week was great that was about 20 minutes out of my week oh yes yes, yes <laughs> but that was my moment of like wow this is why people have trust issues yeah like, 100%. You are the reason people have trust issues. It's really hard. Like, I just mm, – I can't even really explain it. It's it's just a shame that um, no matter where you go in a workplace, you're going to come across these same issues. But you think that, right? Nah, it's hospitality, mate. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's like you think that. You think that this is what it's like everywhere. But I'm sorry, but there are actually laws in place. Yep. So stuff like this doesn't happen, especially in a corporate world, because people know that if they say the wrong thing, it's potentially their job on the line. That's why there's a million TV shows about the PA fucking the lawyer, because it's not a thing. Like, it's a thing, but it's not an openly, like, in hospitality, everyone's fucking everyone. Everyone's fucking everyone. We're all fucking depressed. We're all alcoholics. Yeah. I'm not. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I'm supposed to be at a staff party right now, and I didn't want to go, so. (laughs) Oof. There you go. And yes, I am silently holding myself on a pedestal as a result. <laughs> we like this. Pedestals are good. We're always on a pedestal. Dude, main character vibes. Main character vibes, man. But no, it, it is honestly really frustrating because I've said it before, some of the issues that have been going on in my workplace, for instance. But, um, but the fact that I talked to them, like I talked about them and I had someone in a superior role be like, oh, don't bring it up with upper management because it would just cause more shit. But yet I've had everyone else in my life be like, you should probably bring it up with upper management. Yeah. No, but like you think these things, you just like, you get so accustomed in that role. Like we've been in this industry for a very long time and you get so accustomed to this just being the norm. that You kind of like, you go out of it for a second or you start talking about it with someone who's not hospo or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, that's not fucking normal. Like it's not normal. But it's an everyday occurrence in our jobs. Yeah. But then you're like, it's not normal at all. Kind of like how, you know, customers in the hospitality industry will just oh. scream at you. Don't even – yeah, well, I don't see customers anymore. It's fine. It's great. Actually – Shaking the cocktails. I went to a job interview the other day and they were like, um, talk me through an experience where you've made a customer's day. And I was like, mm, 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. So, when's the last time I saw one? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Sick. Um, but no, I actually like the new job. The, the one this interview is for is going to be back in customer service, but like in a completely different um, side of it. Like, yeah. I feel like hospitality. A lot of it is uh, conflict resolution. Yeah. Rather than making someone happy and like having a pleasant experience from the outset i find a lot of hospitalities um daycare yeah oh, yeah i'd agree yeah. That, yeah no that's all i've got to say on that <laughs> adult daycare it, it's just adult daycare we were in the gym the other day and matt was like that guy's not a personal trainer he's just a daycare <laughs> assistant that looks after adults he's not training them and i was like <laughs> fucking brutal i was like but it's so true so fucking true he's just sitting there hanging out with him just chilling like he's not doing anything productive also speaking of that you know what my asshole of a boyfriend did to me the other day oh, yes so this is a gym talk for you gym ladies so deadlifts mm-hmm. followed by quad extensions followed by sumo squats and then he throws in a leg press right. so we get the leg press first set 150 kilos for eight mm-hmm. i was like Oh, all right, I guess. Second set, 130 for as many as I can, which is 13. Then he goes, 30 kilo drop set. So basically a drop set means you do as many as you, like you set a weight, you do as many as you can at that weight until and you just drop weight off until you yep. get to the 30 set. So he's like 30, 30, kilo drop, uh, 30 rep drop set, started 100 kilos. And I was like, okay. And he goes, what's your PB on 100? And I was like, 22. He's like, if you get more than 20, you go on a 50 reps. I got 23, didn't I? Because I am a competitive piece of shit. <laughs> and I was like, what's your PB? So my PB's 22. And then he goes, can you imagine if you got more than 22 and you're fatigued? And I Oof. was like, fuck you, first of all, for saying yeah. that. So then I got 23, then dropped it. So I get get to the 50 reps. He goes, he drops the weight again. He goes, five more. And I was like, fuck you. He goes, five more. So now I've done 60 reps. Yeah. And then... I'm headphones on at this point because I'm dying. He's yeah. he's like between he's like going back to do his sets while I'm getting them these up, kind of thing, and then changing the weight out for me. And then he pulls all the weight off just the machine, and he just uses his fingers, puts up a two and a zero, and I was just like, sorry, twenty. <laughs> reckon he's a bit of a sadist. Oh, for sure. For sure. But and I think it's really funny that it doesn't correlate to the bedroom. He's just the saddest. No, no. He's like, I want to hurt you and I'm going to enjoy it. No, but he was just, he was trying to like push me mentally. Yeah. But like he, that two zero, like I can see it vividly in my brain. My first response was just, I'm going to cry. I'm going to die. Like that's the two things I'm going to do right yeah. now. I was just like, <laughs> and he was like, I watched you break in that moment. Like Ooh. I watched... I watched part of you break, but you still fucking did it, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, because you said to do it and I'm a competitive piece of shit. And he's like, yeah, I know you. This is where, this is how this doesn't work. Like he's a good trainer for me because he knows how to push my buttons yeah. and how to get me to do things. Yeah. So that was, yeah. There was a floor underneath me after that point, but I couldn't hear it. Like, I feel it, the ground. Like I was walking on something, but pff, couldn't feel anything from the waist down. So that's your piece of shit trainer boyfriend. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who made me do good things. What a dick. Well, speaking of feeling yourself, yeah. I did something last night. Oh, yes. Yes. What did you do? Um, so I'm not saying 
that I'm going to dive right in and start this OnlyFans that I've been talking about starting for ages. But I did take photos. Yay. They were all PG. I was just in Well, you were closed. Yeah, they were PG while we stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I was clothed. I had like a nice lingerie set on. I had like a like a red lace slip thing on as well. And all I can say is I now have the confidence of a god. Like I don't know what it is because I was there. It's the brain it was, cancer, man. Nothing can stop you. I know it's a god. It, it's a girl complex. I said that to my mum the other day when I was down at Adelaide. I'm like, look, Amy, I've got to warn you. <laughs> I know I already had a bit of a god complex, but now I'm fucking invincible. <laughs> and anyone that tries to stand in my way, I will burn them the fuck down. I you want to try me? Brain cancer couldn't. Go on. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much. It's like, it. Yeah, like it's interesting. But confidence-wise, all I'm saying is just chuck on. Something pretty, get yourself a little ring light and a nice big mirror, get a camera, like lights down low and just pose a little and just take some nice photos because I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I was like looking at myself in the mirror and then in the camera and I was like, damn man, like I just, I could, I could fuck anything right now. Turn yourself on. Pretty much. Yep. And I'm pretty sure it's the boobs because they're new (laughs) and I haven't worn a lot of lingerie since I got them. So I'm like looking like a female now, you know, instead of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> a 5 foot 10, 12-year-old boy. Yeah, I was very flat-chested. You're a very tall person. <laughs> like you literally just walked over the lounge like tw- 10 seconds ago. You walked but over it. <laughs> now I look like a 5 foot 9 female, which is amazing. Anyway, so that's just my little thing. That's what I did last night. You make took OnlyFans pictures. Well, I've been trying to get, like, I've had in my head that I would need to get back into this dress that I wore. It's a denim dress, so not a lot of give in it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I, I honestly don't know how I got into it the first time, um, given that I'm so much smaller now than I have ever been. Yeah. Um, and we kind of planned this little, like, celebratory um, dinner that we were going to do uh, because Matt finishes his course this week and I'm – gonna get a new job and like I've you know done really well with my training and all that kind of stuff so we were like we'll do a nice dinner we also made a pact um that if I didn't if I got out of hospitality before a certain date he has to buy me dinner (laughs) oh suck a dick only dinner you could have played that up so much if I was still in hospitality I had to quit on the spot buy him coffee for an entire month and watch a whole season of anime but my dinner at the time was going to be at a restaurant in, in Burley, Rick Shaw's, which is very expensive. But now I've decided that I just want to eat Italian food. Like, I just want carbs. I don't have any carbs in my diet. I just, I just want carbs. So now we're going to have a gluten-free, carby deliciousness. And I, that's that's my new um, my new rule to the to the plan is everything has to be gluten-free. Yeah. And we're, we're just going to share it all. Yeah. But I was gonna, I'm going to wear this dress. So I put it on last night because I did a check-in yesterday. I was, like, down decent numbers. Like, I did – decent numbers last week in terms of like movement and I was like oh okay I'll give it a crack so I put it on um and it fit and I was like all right and then you and I when we first started the podcast went to Honey Burdette together and bought a lingerie set that I hadn't worn in ages like it was quite it was tight kind of thing and I've developed a small amount of ab going on here now so I put the bad boy on last night and I was like fuck me you're looking. You look sexy as fuck. Yeah. Girl. And now my boyfriend doesn't even like lingerie. He's like, get me some of those grey Calvin Klein, like, G-string undies and, like, perfect. And I'm like, 
But I've got this thing now I mean, that, that looks really good. Like a him problem. Yeah. For one, um, because it's not about him. <laughs> That's what he said. I was like, I, I was like to him, I was like, so you're going to be a lingerie person for one night. Like, I just need you to be a lingerie person just yeah. for a night. Just tell me it looks good, please. But he hasn't seen it yet. Well, I was going through all of my lingerie last night for me taking photos of myself. <laughs> that doesn't sound self-conceited at all. Um, but I pulled out like five black garter belts. And I'm like, Why? For someone that doesn't wear lingerie, do I have five fun? black garter belts? They go for like a hundred bucks each as well. They like, do. Yeah, like exactly. five. Right? Because every time I've bought like a new brown underwear from Honey Butter or anywhere, I'm like, well, may as well get the matching garter belt. And now I have five that look very fucking similar. You couldn't even tell me which one matches which set, could you? No, it's not that I couldn't tell you. It's that I probably don't have the bras for them anymore because I have new boobs now. That's so now true. I have garter belts that match maybe underwear, but no bra. So I'm just you know you know when you have a cupboard like cupboard full of Tupperware, and you yeah, get, like, half the lids. Yeah, this is what my situation. is right That's now. what your lingerie drawer looks like. Now that I've discovered it, well, yeah. nothing of mine fits. It's really annoying, and I've kind of like got no money at the moment too. So I'm like living in the same three things. And I went to show my grandparents a photo of Matt this morning um, and I'm wearing the exact same outfit that I was wearing in that photo. Oh, yes. And he kind of just looked at – my grandfather just looked at me and he was like, do you have clothes other than what you're wearing? And I was like, not really. I live in gym clothes now. This is it. This is what you get. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Um but, yeah, I have much the same, like, nothing fucking fits. Mm-hmm. My dog also likes eating underwear. We found out the hard way. So I don't, don't have anything that matches. None of my bras fit because, like, losing fat, you lose fat around your boobs as well. Yeah. So everything's got, like, an extra handful in it. Like, I could literally stick two hands down it and still not fill the cup. But my we're just living with it. favourite part because now I'm back on a calorie deficit and I'm trying to go back to being – where I was body-wise before COVID happened. Yeah. Now, it was funny. Let me tell you a story about what really pushed for the boob job. Because I've never been blessed in that area. Like, mm-hmm. infected mosquito bites is kind of all I had. Um, <laughs> infected mosquito bites. And literally all it was was any extra weight that I had went onto my boobs. And there was still like a B, maybe a C. I know that doesn't – it varies. But, um, but every time I'd go for a check-in and they'd do skin folds – I would continue to lose weight on my chest. Like I would lose millimetres on my chest and right under my bra line there. And my trainer's looking at me. He's like, I don't know how you're still losing here when there is literally nothing to lose. And at that point, I'm like, I think I need a boob job. Because clearly all that this is, is like chocolate and sugar. <laughs> yeah. Every bad decision I've made this week. Hi, how you doing? It's Three right there. non-existent boobs because they keep getting spooler as I stuck to a diet. So now I'm excited when I'm back on this calorie deficit. So I've I got like round implants. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that if I get too toned that they're just going to look like these round things. Yeah, well that seems to happen. to my chest. That seems to happen a lot with... The girls that are quite toned, yeah. like you, know, I, I don't know how else to explain it other than you know, like the girls that just look hard. Yeah, like they just look hard. Yeah, you're just like, if I touch you, is there gonna be anything? I poke you? Is it gonna move? Yeah, or? yeah, like that seems to happen a lot. Like their their fake boobs are so much more noticeable because yeah. they just look like round things attached, and that's obviously the the image 
that they're going for because like they want everything to look defined so it kind of works because it works with the definition of the arms and stuff like that that everything is just chiseled it's like when you're editing a photo on um like lightroom or photoshop or whatever and you get like the clarity like the clarity button yeah and you just like clarity all the way up everything is a sharp line now everything's a sharp everything has a an outline to it yeah yeah that's those girls but like i mean it, it fits it props, works props to it it does work but and everything I, I looks also, hard i had a conversation with um i was out with my housemate the other day at breakfast and there was a chick who is one of those massive gym junkies like everything is like hard hard yeah. she's in one of those like tight bodycon dresses yeah at the markets and i was like see i want to be like that my aim is to be able to crush men's skulls between my thighs <laughs> my boyfriend does an impression yeah. of some Russian chick on TikTok yeah. that like crushes like, one, and yeah. stuff. But, like no, but like he he um there's a Russian chick on TikTok that basically says that that's like that's like I am an independent woman. I can crush men's skulls with my thighs. And then yeah. she like yeah, that's a watermelon shit. That's so funny. So that that was the first thought that came to my head, and I'm like, yeah. see goals. Because if they're not doing a good job, I'd like to show them that they're not doing a good job. And I'll just, like, tense, you know? Yeah, but they'll probably think they're doing a good job if you're tensing. Not if I crush their skull. Well, they won't be thinking much if you crush their skull, to be honest. No, so that was just a nice conversation I had the other day. Are you going to – is that – that's the aim you want to get? It's definitely not the goal, but it was nice to say. I felt empowered. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really need to be there, but it felt good to be there for a hot minute. Exactly, right? Yeah. It's not long-term goals, but... I've had a weird, like, week in terms of, well, we know I had my implant on out. Mm-hmm. And I had the Marina, well, Kylina put in. Um, I don't... You've never had an implant on, hey? No. So, the weird thing about this is I... You know when you're, like... When you've got a cold and you've had a cold for, like, a week, two weeks, whatever, like, a long... And, and you just forget what it's like to breathe normally? Yeah, kind of like where I'm at right now. Yeah, so right yeah. now, yeah. just imagine that, but imagine that as like a fog over your entire existence. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't realise until they cut this thing out of my arm that it felt like a fog over my entire existence. Yeah. And we went for a walk last Monday, I think it was Monday night. Matt got us lost, standard procedure. We ended up on the wrong side of a canal. It's It sucks to be living in a nice place. So it's got canals and shit. Anyway, um, so we ended up on the wrong side of a canal. We went for a walk, whatever, and I was just like, I was just kept giving him shit and just kept niggling at him. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, how did you get us lost? Like, the banter was on point. And he just, like, kind of turned around and looked at me. He's like, who are you? Oof. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, because he's never known me before. He's like, you just seem a lot stronger. Like, your personality is more vibrant. Mm-hmm. You're just a lot stronger. Like, you're fighting me on things, like, in a – Playful in way. A playful way, not a No, but you're fighting me in things that you would normally just be like, yeah, struggle off. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, kind of like it. And I was like, you know what? Now that you've mentioned it, I do feel a lot better. So, fuck the implant on. Mm-hmm. Don't put that thing in your arm, women. Um, no, I'm not a doctor. These things may work for some people. I obviously just got side effects to them that were shit. But now that it's out of my arm... I feel like a completely different person. And that's why I was like, I want to do this episode on like feeling yourself. Yeah. Because the main character energy going through me right now is fucking on point. Yeah. I'm like, I am God's gift to the earth. 
I am great. I am hilarious because my personality is back. It's not under like 10, foot, 10 feet of concrete anymore. Yep. It's back. I'm funny sometimes. I come out with she some, has her moments. Come out with some zingers. <laughs> but yeah, and I just feel heaps better and heaps more relaxed and like myself and like I'm not forcing every interaction or every thought or everything that I do. And a funny thing happened last week. That kind of like – I was riding this high the whole week. Like yeah. funny things happen. So I've been put on a step count that's 4,500 more than the average step count on account of I have little legs and it takes me more steps to go anywhere. Yep. And my boyfriend's been put on a step count and doesn't want to have to walk by himself. Okay. He's like, well, if you if you can't hit yours easily, then you're going to have to take you down with me. Kind yeah, of thing. it's yeah. an I'm going to take you down with me kind of thing. Um, so I went for – there was a couple of days we didn't go walking together, like didn't walk the dogs together. So I went for a walk. I was in the car driving to the walk and it started raining. And I was like, fuck. All right, nah, I'll just go. I'll see what it's like at the other end. Yeah. Gets to the other end, stops raining. Mm-hmm. Went for a walk for 40 minutes, come back, kind of thing, get in the car, starts raining. Yes. I was like, I am the fucking controller of the weather. I oh, yes. am. The weather stopped for me. This is the universe. The last fucking two months, six months, re- whole rest of my life, it's been just like beating me down to a point where it's like, I'm going to see how much I can break you. And now she's just throwing me some mad so bones. Like, Implanons out Mother Nature's back. No, just like no. Imp- like I got the no, not even that. Just like my headspace. Like I don't know. Do, you believe in the universe and stuff? It's just like the universe is like you had it hard enough. I'm going to throw you a couple of bones now because, and we said it. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast yet, but Matt was like. I had a few really, really bad days in terms of like couldn't stop crying, didn't know why, yep. that kind of thing. A few really bad days. And Matt was like, every time you have one of those days where you look like you're going to break and never get back up, the universe throws you a bone. So like I had a bad day, job interview yep. comes around. I am like broken with all my hormones and stuff. Implant on out seems to fix the problem. Yeah. Go for a walk weather is perfect like every time I seem to hit rock bottom the universe just kind of like handballs me something yeah and at the moment she's like stuck on a loop she's just like okay we just go another one and another one and another one and and they're little wins but I'm fucking taking them but I really think I think a lot of it has to do with your mindset as well yeah because I'm one of those people that like and I don't like the word manifestation but what you put out into the universe comes back Oh, I put my job, right. my new job start date in my fucking calendar. I don't even have the job that, yet. But it's also like the mindset of, you know, if you really want to buy a yellow car, you see yellow cars everywhere. It's yeah. kind of like if you're intentionally looking for the good stuff because you're in a positive mindset, yeah, then you see all this stuff coming to you and you see the positive stuff versus if you're constantly in a negative mindset and you're stuck in the hole, nothing ever works for me. You don't see that the universe is handing you good stuff? Yeah. Well, I, um, I've i started journaling in the morning as well, and I've got a list of, like, things. And instead of doing it as, like, a, have been making it as phrases. So, like, I am grateful for, yeah. I am making progress in, um, to achieve my goals today, I will, like, those kind of things. Uh, my mindset today, like, how I'm feeling kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
my intentions for the day, like things or the week, whatever. This morning I did the week because um, I really want to work hard this week towards letting – being a better girlfriend and not being needy this week because I know that he's got a lot on his plate in terms of finishing his course and stuff. And we made a deal that he – he doesn't have a timeline on when he needs to finish, but we kind of like made a pact between us that he he was to finish before I start. And I start on Monday. I go back to uni on Monday next yeah. week. So he's got to finish this week because mm-hmm. we can't be studying at the same time. That was just what we said. Like the world ain't going to end if he doesn't, but yeah. that's just what we said. So I did a weekly one this week because I want to actively try and not be needy and let him get his stuff done. But yeah, it's been helping a lot better. Like, because I think every day I've kind of like, set myself up in the morning for how I'm going to approach the day rather than like – so then the first thing that goes wrong in the day because like, you know, we're human and something goes wrong most mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. The first thing that goes wrong in the day, I'm not like losing my mind over it. I'm just like, yeah, but i got a million other things to, to do. To do. It's going to yeah. be fine. Like it's going to be okay. And like my life I've set up to be a checklist now Yep. pretty much. So it's like – Wow, you and numbers and journaling and checklists? That doesn't sound like you at all. Shush. Leave me alone. I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not knocking it because I'm exactly the same. <laughs> well, Matt said to me the other day, he was like, he's like, my schedule is going to be really busy once I start um, working as a coach, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, but I'm pretty sure I know a girl who's really good at doing schedules. And I was like, it's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm the, the girl. Yeah. I was like, talk dirty to me. Yeah. Talk about scheduling. And then the other day I said something about, let's just play it by ear. I was like, let's just play it by ear. And he's like, Hoofed. who are you? Spontaneous. Times are changing. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like a checklist. Like I, I go get up in the morning. I do my journaling. I have my like food. I've got my food that I have before the before work I've got my food that I have after the gym like it's all kind of just like planned out now and I'm just like ah, everything feels so much better and I feel better yeah because I'm like clear and my life is working and I'm like I feel in control of my life because it's all just going the way that I want it to be going right now it's good yeah the sun is shining the tank is clean we are good the tank is clean. The tank is clean. Meaning, have I done a poop today? No. I mean, Nemo. Finding Nemo. <laughs> finding <but>. Nemo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, the sun isn't shining. This house is still very dark. But but then it's like, have you heard that thing about, um, like, that door has no handle on it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> They've just leaned against the door behind her and there's no handle on it, so it just opened. Um, have you heard that thing about, like, like become the like do the things of the person that you want to become so like you know if you want to live in a beachside house you know like or you want to walk on the beach every day as a thing then even if it means a drive go and do it um so I've started taking Theo for walks down closer to the beach but like not walking on the beach walking up the streets around it like the house like the suburban streets I'm a slut for suburbia lately I would just I think it's because I live in the middle of nowhere. I'm just like, I just want a driveway. I could not do suburbia. Yeah, but you live in an apartment. Well, I live in an apartment, but even, I was again, I was having this thought the other day, being so centralised to everything, I'm like, because obviously when I lived down the coast here, I was right in the coast, and when I'm now that I'm living in Brisbane, I'm right in the middle of Brisbane. Like, that's how I want to do it. Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. Like, fuck real neighbours. I have apartment. I have across the hall neighbours, and every now and then you'll, like, nod... 
But I don't want neighbours that I actually have a conversation with. You don't have to have a conversation with your neighbours. Yeah, but suburbia comes with children. You don't really find children in apartments in the middle of not where So not where my boyfriend lives. Okay. Football players and, ri- and old, rich, white money. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I am single. <laughs> no, but literally that's why, they, <laughs> that's why they bought there because, like, the guys that he lives with, one of them bought the house. That's why they bought there yep. because it's where all their teammates live. Yeah. So football players, old, rich, white money. That's like you literally drive through there and you're like – or and, and entrepreneurs, you can tell entrepreneurs as well. Like yep. there's a few of those going around. But like you drive through there and you're like, this is very classist, incredibly classist. Yes. But there's not a, child, not a child in sight. So that's the kind of suburbia you need. That is the kind of, well, I think. You just need to not live in a cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac are really good. Cul-de-sacs are really good for kids. Don't live there. Yeah, no. Um, yep. Just because I'm not going to be able to edit it out. That cough that everyone just heard, there was a lot to that. That I just then had to swallow. That was not good. Ew. So I'm really sick at the moment. Um, so I've got a lot of stuff on my chest. Disgusting. Yeah. Why are you telling us this? Because I can't edit it out, so they may as well know. Yeah, but they could have just had a cough. They don't need to know that the cough came with they, seconds. Was, you could hear. <laughs> there was more to the cough. You could hear that there was more to the cough. I didn't hear it. Was I talking? Is that why? Yeah. I heard it. I was yucky. Like, oh, yuck. Steph. Now I don't know what I was thinking. I was talking about. Suburbia. No, um, I love the whole entrepreneurial thing. I think a lot of people in our generation don't want kids because we realise that there's more out there mm. to growing up, getting a job, getting married, having children and dying. I still want kids, but I like I don't want them yet. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> like, and that's, that's what I mean. That's know? my thing. I'm like, I also don't feel prepared. And I think this is just a massive tangent, but I think generationally speaking, it was more of an expectation in past generations from – elders for lack of a better word to like if you weren't ready for kids at 23 it was like there was something wrong with you and you should have been ready for kids at 23 so just have the kids anyway and you'll be fine yeah. kind of thing whereas now it's like I'm 23 I'm not ready for kids therefore I'm not going to do that yes whereas before it was like well this is what I'm destined for like bringing back Bridgerton like yeah you know she'd wasn't necessarily ready for sex and marriage and children and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know how old she, the girl is in that show. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, well, this is what you do now that yeah. you're this age and off you go, have fun. I mean, not to be sexist on my own part and obviously my views are very different, but if I was in that situation in Bridgerton particularly, specifically, with that very attractive lead male, I wouldn't give a fuck. Fuck feminism. Like... <laughs> You just said fuck feminism on International Women's Day. <laughs> I thought International Women's Day was the no eighth of March, which is today. I mean, not like that. But if I was in, <laughs> yeah. if I was in Bridgerton, <laughs> and this is coming out next week, and so. this is why Bridget, the, why International Women's <gasps> Day exists. What? Oh my god! What? If we're doing a Deadpool style, I can pick a man today. Doing it Deadpool style, yeah. Uh-huh. It's International just, Women's Day. I just started watching um, – we, we started watching Deadpool the other day. We didn't finish it. I'll have to finish it. it. reminds me. Yeah, International Women's Day. No, but you're not – no. We've discussed this, Steph. You're not sleeping with anyone today. Today in particular? Yes, because you said no. You're right. I said no, but it's International Women's Day. So <laughs> things have changed now. Things, I mean, yeah. New information has come to light. Exactly. And um, things and have, have changed. have the situation. 
I just took a sip of water while she said that. That was a very bad idea. I need to be more conscious of the things that are about to come out of her mouth when I talk. Mm, yeah, dear. We'll see. She's got this little glisten in her eye now. She's like... Of hope. I'm going to peg a man tonight. And glimmer. And I'm going to... I don't know. I don't have the right material. I still haven't gone out and organised the right materials for that. Strap-ons? Yeah. But I could... Get, I could there are things that I could make do with, but... Innovation. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm innovative as fuck. Yeah. Just... Yeah. It's, it's raining very hard now. Um, speaking of me controlling the weather... Um, I just made it Why rain. are you going to do that? I made it rain. Is this because I said I was going to peg a man tonight? Stop. Why, why are you like this? <laughs> no, you can peg a man when it's raining. The perfect time. <laughs> what else do you want to do when it's raining? You don't want to go outside. You're just going inside and bone. Stop is that, it. Is it not going to make a mistake. Is it not that? Is that not true? Stop it. Otherwise, I'm going to make a mistake, Emily. I had an um, interesting conversation the other night. So, a committed relationship. Happy, you know. Still, like, obviously, you know, attracted to each other, but sex is not the driving force um, of our relationship necessarily. And we do this thing. We do it every week. We only spend one night a week in the same bed because we're very busy. I come home late, that kind of stuff. Um, We do this thing where we'll, like, we'll be, like, bedtime and we'll lay in bed, we'll cuddle for a bit, and we'll end up fucking every time. I don't know why we even think that we're going to go to sleep, Mm -hmm. but every time we pretend we're going to go to sleep. We're like, oh, we're going to go to sleep, and then all of a sudden, you know, shit's happened. Yeah. We did it again the the other day. Yeah, no, it's not not even spooning. It's like me laying on his chest, and then we'll start making out, and then it's just, it's same every time. I'm like, why do we keep lying to ourselves? Why don't we just go... Oh, I guess it's sex time and then we'll go and have a show. Cause and then, like schedule it in. Yeah, because you know? then we'll like have our magnesium, which magnesium is a muscle relaxant and like tries to put you to sleep and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're both like not half asleep, but going through like the dope, dopey phase kind of thing yeah. while we're like mid act. And I'm like, why do we do this? Why don't we just be like, all right, we're going to fuck and then we're going to go and, then we're gonna take our and have a shower and then we're going to have our magnesium and then we're going to go to bed. Yeah. Instead of being like, we're going to go to bed now. Psych. We're actually going to have sex. We do it every fucking time. I don't know why. We do it. Well, I remember, I remember when I was in the beginnings of my wonderful committed healthy relationship. And yeah. The same jam, right? Same jam. But I just realised... And I don't even, this is like the wrong time in the podcast to bring this up. But I didn't say it last week. I got dumped. By a person you weren't even dating. By a person I wasn't even dating. I haven't even brought that up yet. No, because the podcast last week wasn't necessarily like the about time sex and dating. to talk about it. Yeah. So the one time Steph goes out and tries to do things, which is just sex, which has kind of always been just sex. I get dumped from just sex. Because he fell in love with you, though. Yeah, but I just... At first, I was sad, and then I got angry. Like, I kind of went through the five stages of grief. You know what I mean? Like, I'd lost something. Well, when I spoke to you, you were definitely in denial. You were like... When? Look, he dumped me, but I'm going to have a conversation with him, and it's going... Like, I'm just not sleeping with him at the moment. It's going to come back. (laughs) much exactly where I'm still at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if only he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello podcast. Um, but no, that that is pretty much exactly where I'm at. I'm like, nah, temporary. It's fine. 
He just needed a second to reassess his thought process. His feelings. He just needed to turn his feeling off. And this is what I don't understand. People just need to stop falling in love with me because I'm like, what do you mean you just can't turn your feeling off? That's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> we just found it. We just found it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, why can't you just... Am I the only heartless bitch in the room? And unfortunately, because of my, like, compound traumas, every time something goes wrong, I get more heartless because I just keep pushing stuff down. And what happened recently, Emily... I have brain cancer again. I feel nothing. Like, I, as I was saying... You feel even less than you did before. I feel even less than I did before. Like, I, as I said, I've been a shell of a human being for three months now with next to no feelings other than, like, I need food and water and sex. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And here I am with a couple of emotional people in my life being like, but just feel something. And I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why are you asking me to do such hard things? Yeah, I don't know how. Like, that's a foreign concept to me. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Um, this yeah. is the, it's like the other way around traditionally. Traditionally, like the girl's the one that falls in love and is like, is like I'm going to make him fall in love with me, even though he says he doesn't want a relationship. It's like, no, honey, you're not. But it's the other way around here. He's like, I'm going to make her fall in love with me, even though she says she's not. And I'm like, mm. All I'm saying is I just needed time to deal with my own stuff before I went and got dumped. Because I didn't say it would never happen. I, even my mum was like, look, you're probably going to grow feelings. And I'm not going to lie, it was kind of growing a little bit of feelings. I don't know what they were because they weren't anything yet. Yeah, but that's like a whole other issue in itself. And I've been having a massive rant about this lately. But people delegitimizing love by just throwing it around like it's a f- yeah fucking canopy, just like like confetti, just like you have a love, you have a love, you have a love, yeah, yeah. literally. People are like, I really love him, and I'm like, hey, sorry, you only met him in the bathroom 20 seconds ago. What do you mean you love him? You mean he stuck his dick inside you and it was kind of large, and that's why you're like, I love Dem- you. No, now. no, no. My preferred term is puzzle pieces. <laughs> it fit no it but fit. that's different i'm talking about like chicks being like we slept together once and i just love him so much and i we really in love with i'm like shut the fuck up you douchebag like you are delegitimizing love for the rest of us stop throwing this word around i'm gonna i've decided i'm right now i've decided i'm coming up with a different word i don't know what it's gonna be yet yeah i don't know see i'm in a weird place right because and I've been having this, and I cannot wait to hit my therapist up about this. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see a therapist, everybody. This is where we've hit that part in my mental stability. Um, but it's fine because I'm a regular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, you just meet someone in the hallway. You're like, oh, it's fine. I'm, just, I'm a regular here. They know my order. <laughs> Honestly. But I'm really, I'm kind of excited to bring this up because I don't know. The only time I've ever been so incredibly, absolutely head over heels in love was when I was infatuated. You're in lust a little bit? Yeah, right. And this is what my four-year relationship started off as, is I just started out absolutely infatuated with this person. Yeah. So I don't know if what I was feeling was love or infatuation or longing or even if I know what love is or validation yeah i have the same feelings towards um my long-term relationship as well like i thought i loved him i don't know if i did but no see i know i did i like i know i I still love him that's the thing it's like i still have that love for that person but i don't know if 
Because it started so strong and so much like infatuation. Wait, whether you like, well, that's my thing is maybe I talked myself into it. Maybe I did like grow those feelings. Yeah. But maybe I talked myself um, like maybe that's the same thing that you're saying. I guess is well, like it, it started as such an infatuation that you were like, well, I must love him, and from there it just went grew into love. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it, it's always been love. But my kind of questioning is now. Will I consider anything love unless I have that full extreme? Yeah, and that's, that's all I know. Kind of like, well, my boyfriend doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at now is I'm feeling a very different kind of feeling than like it's not like it's, it feels healthy. Yeah. Like it feels very healthy. It doesn't feel like infatuation. It doesn't like. I went and picked up something from his house this morning. I was there for five minutes total and I didn't feel that, like, gut-wrenching feeling of, oh, I have to leave this person. Like, I didn't want to stay. I didn't, you know, feel a desire to make make something out of the interaction or anything like that. I was just like, I'm just picking something up. But, like, when we are together long-term, like, long-term, but, like, for a decent period, like, I'll look at him and I'll be like, ah, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Like, it's not – whereas I know in previous relationships, it's been, like, I have to be in communication with them at all times. Like, when I'm not with them, I'm, like, super – not angsty, but, like, I just want to be with them or whatever. Whereas now I'm just, like, he's doing his thing, I'm doing my thing, we're okay with that, like – you know, we've been recording this podcast for 55 minutes and I haven't even thought to check whether he's texted me. Yeah. Whereas in previous times, like 55 minutes is a long time to go without talking to someone that you're in yeah. love with kind of thing. Like yeah. it's not, but it feels like such a long time. Yeah. So I, I can kind of understand what you mean where it's like it feels very different. Yeah, so that, that's a little nugget that I'm going to have to crack open. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, do I know how to love? Yeah, like, you do. I do, but... You're but, a softie. You just think you got... But will I accept anything less than that, what I felt at 20? From, from me right now, what I can tell you is something about a healthy love just feels different. Yeah. It just hits different. It's like... It's just like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I would have thought the same thing before having felt like this, but now I'm just like, no, this, this is good. This is okay. Like, I still get to be my own person. Yeah. I still feel like I need to spend time by myself and that kind of stuff. Whereas, yeah, like before I met Matt, I probably would have been like, no, I must be head over heels, must never want to be without them, must blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, no, actually, this is good. I like this. We like this. Yeah, we like this a lot, actually. Like, this is a a good place to be. I feel okay rather than, like, anxious all the time about a relationship and, like, a feeling. It all ties in together of the whole, like, feeling yourself concept is, like, I feel more myself because I feel... Like, I can be myself and I can be my own ally yeah. as well as in a relationship with a person, obviously, like, who is themselves as well. And I feel less like I have to 
conform to a narrative, etc. That yeah. kind of thing. So it all kind of ties in together. So I think you'll be fine. When you feel it, you'll be fine. You'll be like, yeah. this is good. When I start to I feel like again. When you start to feel again, um, yeah. it's That's going to be a weird day. Well, this is actually so – that's another thing I've been thinking about. I'm like, yes, I've kind of spun it ahead on this whole brain stuff. Um, but I'm also kind of like, have I or have I just buried it down like all the other stuff I buried down and now it just doesn't exist to me anymore? Uh, right? See, so much to unpack. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because knowing you, I know you just – but now that you've said that, like maybe. Like I know you bury a lot of things, but like you seem to be taking the brain cancer thing by the horns a little bit more in terms yeah. of like wanting to turn it into something positive. Yeah. But then you also haven't done it. Yeah. Right? It's, it's because it's like – I'm scared of this thing, so I'm going to face it full on. But then I face it and I'm like, oof. You're kind of putting off facing it full on a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I can get that. Like, you're, yeah, you're putting off facing it full on, but, like, the intention yeah. intention is there. Yeah. You're just, like, having a moment where you're like, yeah, this is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's just easier to just, like, pretend it's not happening. It's, well, it's, um, so... The well, may as well just come out and say it. The job that I'm applying for is with Apple, yeah. and they've got their their like credo thing that they do. And one of the lines in it is, um, "We turn dreamers into doers." Yep. And I was like, that hit with me because I was like, I know how easy it is to be a dreamer and how fucking hard it is to be a doer. Yeah. Because it's so easy to just be like. I have this thing I want to do. I have this mm-hmm. thing I want to do. I have this thing I want and just keep being like, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. But like this is going to sound super wanky, but the future never fucking comes, guys. Like the future yeah. never comes. That's kind the of the point. Exists. Like it's the future doesn't now. exist. It's kind of the point of it. Yeah. So like it's easy, really easy. And then I was like thinking about it and I was like, I know how easy it is to be a dreamer, how hard it is to be a doer. So if I can like lead by example of becoming a doer and helping other people go from dreamer to doer, yeah, then that's pretty sick. But then at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> scary. Yeah. So like, I yeah, it's – and then you throw brain cancer in there and it's like, whoa. Well, and I know we kind of dumped it on the podcast, but a, part, a big part of what I want to do with it all is – to be putting it on social media. And I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of backlash yet because there's one thing to put it on the podcast and there's another thing to put it in front of like the 1,200 people that follow my Instagram. Okay, I have a point to say to this and this is taking me – I'm working through this as well. Yeah. So your current followers are not the people who need you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that they need me. No, 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 but like – no, 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 you're taking that out of context. Like the people who are going to – respect your project and need your project and support you for that and not the people that are currently following you or currently in your life. It's the people who are – yeah, so most of the people you who follow you now are people you know. Yep. Or random Indian men. Yep. Or, uh, you know, people who know you through someone else. Like there's there's – Little to no reason for someone to be following you if they don't actually know you right now, yeah. right? So they're not the people 
that you're putting content out for. Mm. You're putting content out for your future followers. Yeah. Who are going to be the people who are going to support you. Yeah. And obviously there's going to be haters and backlash and blah, 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 blah. blah. But that's a them problem. Yeah. Like, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? Yes. We go full circle back to that shit. Yeah. Where it's like, is this a me problem? Like, are you calling this out in me because I'm doing something wrong? Are you calling this out in me because you have an insecurity around this? And I think, as, I think if you go from that angle, it changes. No love things. lost. However, like the other thing, it's easy to say, very hard to do. Yeah, I'm just, doing the same thing right now, fighting with shit. It's just the idea of because it is everyone I know. Yeah. And every year, so I have an indie day, which by the way is coming up. I don't know what I'm doing. I wanted to get my skydiving license, but I just got my neck cut open. So I don't know if I can jump out of a plane 15 times over six days. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So Might be an issue. Indie Day is the first to the fourth every year. It's the anniversary of my brain explosion. Um, and it's I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I do something every year on Indie Day. And I don't know what to do this year because, like, this year has a whole new meaning. Because <laughs> you, you you might be dead yet. <laughs> well, no, it's <laughs> like... You're not going to be dead yet again. I'm not dead yet. Does that mean yet, you get two Indie Days? If you get brain cancer twice, does that mean you get two of them? I don't know. You fucking greedy bitch. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know, right? Because technically I've relapsed. So I'm a little bit butthurt I didn't make it to 10 years because 10 years would have been halfway. Yeah. So this would be year nine. So I'm like, but it's not year nine because I only made it like eight and a half years. You fucking, you see my problem? Like realistically, you only made it eight. You just put it off the other half. Why are you going to play me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was perfectly happy with my eight and a half. Um, <laughs> but I'm not wrong. <laughs> Um, but no, so I don't know what to do, for one. But um, but then I was thinking maybe like the first project, death project could be on Indie Day. Well, you've got me and my man. Yeah. But don't make it too scary. Well, it's not, that's the thing. It's not going to be a me thing. Um, my ex asked me this as well. He's like, oh, so what's the list of stuff you want to do? I'm like, it's not about me. It's not about me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. It's about, it's about what you. other people want to do. Other people need to come to me and be like, I want to do this thing. And I'm like, fucking all right. I've never wanted to do stand-up comedy and I'm not really good at it, but I will now. Um, and we're going to record it all maybe, on the interwebs. Maybe we should do that for your indie day. Maybe we should go and do stand-up together. <laughs> go and do stand-up comedy. <gasps> Can I do like the same thing from um, – oh, it's not Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Channing Tatum? Um. Yeah, I, the the cop twenty one jump street. Yeah, that one. And they do like the Cynthia. Died yeah, for her, Cynthia. Yeah, that's anyway. that's slam poetry. That's different. But we could do stand up comedy. I'd be keen on that, and we record it all. Well, you'd have to do it live, wouldn't you? You'd have to do it to yeah, a but crowd. We, but we still need to record it all. Yeah, and I'll put it out out there for indie day. Fuck. We'll right, think of something maybe. to do for your indie day. But yeah, yeah, that might be it. It'll just depend what day of the week that the indie day falls on, because mm. you might not be able to do stand up comedy on that day. Well, fuck, we're going to do stand-up comedy on that day. It's a Monday night. I don't care. We're doing stand-up comedy. We'll just have everyone over here. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Invite, like, 30 of our closest friends. Be like, guys, I know this sounds weird. We should do an Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm considering a change of career. Um, stand-up comedy. Instagram live, like, yeah. I don't know. Ooh, this is virtual stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. That's not as hard, though. It's not as scary. We should... We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll make it, it work. Do you have anything else to say or is that a really good way? So. But yeah. I really need to pee. Okay. Well, that's probably a good place to wrap it up because I, so. I don't want to clean your piss up off the couch.
So I have a little more self-control than that, for one. We didn't even talk about... I know. I I thought about it like 45 minutes in and it was too late at that point. It will have to be next week. Sorry to leave you on a cliffhanger, guys, but like... We're leaving on a cliffhanger. It's a pee-related cliffhanger too. Like I'm just putting it out there. I don't know what she's doing, but it's a pee-related cliffhanger. Anyway, that's that on that. We'll talk about that next week. All right. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. (laughs) My whole face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. But it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past (laughs) is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, got the breakfast in 12 or then there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex it was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay.